Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, your smart speakers. We're presented by Progressive Insurance, all guests on the Goodyear Hotline. Good morning, gentlemen. Morning to you two there, Maxer. Yes, good morning. Whatever. That bridge looks really great over there. It's a Brooklyn yeah. Bridge and scenic shot. Got yeah, cheated yeah, got last night. Whatever. What happened, Jay? Yeah, just uh, we can get. We'll get into it. You got cheated. The Bears. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, we got cheated. But, so Key, if I'm reading this right, there's some shot at Nagy in there somewhere. No, maybe, between, maybe, maybe. All right. Well, that's what you get for betting. Keep your money in your pocket. Ah. Oh, I made money last night actually. Oh. That's how you get cheated. No, I'm just because you could have made yeah. even more. Bears covered. That's what I'm saying. I just, well, it's how it went down. How so, it went down. It was a good game, though. 12 flags, 115 down. yards and penalties. I mean, some home cooking going on there. It is over-officiated it, like uh, this really? year generally. Not just last night, but this year, the taunting rules and everything. Yeah, taunting, and, the taunting rules, I would have had, like, I would have never been able to play a game. You'd have been like, get this dude off the field. Man, you can't say team. any, you can't even stare at people these days now. You can't stare. Staring is taunting. Key, don't stare at me. That's taunting. That's a like, flag. Really? I mean, that was ridiculous last night. First of all, Pittsburgh wins. Um, I'm not surprised. Rookie quarterback Mike Tomlin, all that. It was a little closer than I thought it would be. A little higher scoring than I thought it would be. But whatever. Pittsburgh wins. But that's what people are talking about today. Not, not the you know field goal that was just about 10 yards short, right? The Bears drove down the field after it looked like the game was probably over and had a shot, but the taunting. Yeah, people were talking about the ref sticking his booty out and making contact with Marsh, and then all of a sudden, a flag being thrown. Um, But I think the ref, uh, I don't know, man. I think the ref was already getting ready to go in that direction. He just needed Marsh to help him finish the deal. I don't know. Cassius Marsh was, I mean, first of all, to call – taunting I, I it's such an emotional game right and when something big happens to expect people to be automatons to not be human beings is ridiculous that's part of the infectious na- automaton like yes. a, like a robot right. uh, 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 you know, uh, you know our listeners, right? You know our uh, people. That you say it again. Hey, just I'm putting them so up can, on game. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's how it goes. Let's use some some <laughs> words that we can. <laughs> Say it again. Translate the po- automaton or whatever. Yeah. Autobahn. 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 I know so, what that is. But the, <laughs> the point is, so, okay, so here's Megatron. what happened. With 320 left in the game, uh, Cassius Marsh sacked Ben Roethlisberger, which is a big deal. Okay, so he's excited about that. It was third and eight. He did a spinning jump kick to celebrate. That's his signature kick. That's, the that's line, fine. That's, his that's fine. Si- that, he does that, it all the time. That's not taunting. Signature karate Bruce Lee kick. As long not as he didn't kick anybody, we good. Okay. So he gets a, he gets a penalty. It yes. extended the Steelers' drive, allowed them to kick a field goal to go up by six. Justin Fields and the Bears responded by driving down the field, scoring a go-ahead touchdown on a pass from Fields to Darnell Mooney. Then Chris Boswell nails a 40-yard field goal with 26 seconds left. The, Bear, the Bears miss a 65-yarder. Okay, so now it's time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. The reason we're talking about it is not just the taunting penalty, but the fact that the flag comes out as he's walking by the ref, uh, Conti, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Carenti, Carenti, sorry, Carenti. He's walking by the ref, Carenti, and if you look at the video which maybe we can – can we play that video? Yeah, on, but uh, uh, 
if you look at the video, the ref, to me, it looks like key. It looks like he tries to turn right and catch Marsh with his elbow, misses. Because, like, the ref is trying to make sure that Marsh hits him. And then when he misses, <laughs> he turns left to make sure that Marsh bump. clips him on the way, see, on the way past. See, and then he pulls the flag. I look at it this way. Once he sacked and did the spin, instead of going back to his sideline, he retreated toward the Pittsburgh sideline. He started walking toward Pittsburgh sideline. As he's walking toward Pittsburgh sideline, the punter's coming onto the field. Mm-hmm. So now at that point, you are taunting the Pittsburgh Steelers sideline because you clearly have gone five yards toward their sideline. That At that point, you have put yourself in a position to have a flag thrown. Now the referee is starting to reach for his flag as Marsh is starting to walk back toward the official. The official slightly moves out of his way but didn't move because I don't think he realized which way Marsh was getting ready to go. He had already planned on pulling the flag. It just so happened simultaneously at the same time he bumped him, he looked at him, he pulled the flag. If you look at it right there, the ref has already got ready to pull the flag. He's already ready to pull it. Already. I, the, the, I know you were drafted first overall. You made the Pro Bowl. You won a Super Bowl. I get it. Played in the league a lot of years. But I used to simulate Madden in GM mode. So I think I know what I'm talking about here. Jay, am I right? Facts. Am I right? Facts. Look, I mean. I, I played mean, with Key in Madden. That's it. That's it. Jeez, Go ahead, Jay. I'm sorry. What? You were a beast. Still am a beast. What you mean? <laughs> so, in the Jay, I'm sorry. Something. You wanted to say something about the taunting. No, I, I, it's just as an athlete rule, and as a fan. Sucks. It's the worst. I want the fan. I want the players on the field to determine the game. I don't like when refs inject themselves In the into the game yeah. at the end of games yeah. to that extent. I don't like it. No. So Mars literally played for the Steelers. Obviously, there's something a little bit personal there. He didn't bark anything crazy. Not that what I've known or what I've heard or what I've read that or has been reported. Yeah, like you know these taunting calls. I'm just, for now, for a stare down. For like going probably, over five yards for just a stare down. Maybe I'm looking at somebody in the crowd. You don't know what he's looking at, but that. But just see, see what I'm saying, Jay. Okay, here's the here's the seat. Now you walk in. Now just go back the other way. But this didn't even have anything to do with the outcome of the game, though. At the same time, even though they got it, it didn't have anything to do. It was, well, was a ten yard ten yard penalty, and if we back up just to the fact that the NFL has these idiotic rules that affect play on the game after the fact. Play's over, game is like that next play, and now because of something you say or some look you give, that affects the field position that can determine a game. So, so like, I hate that in the but first place. But it didn't place. determine the game. I, I understand, but I'm saying it could. Well, so, yeah. so, so that I hate that in the first place, but that's the way it is, right? So now a emphasis, hard – man. Uh, okay, hard look. By the way, that would have been fourth and fifteen. So like, I know you say it doesn't affect the game, mm-hmm. but that could have – I mean, even though there was a great drive after a couple of plays where uh, Justin Fields you know, goes on an incredible drive, say, yeah. that would have been fourth and 15. That could have been a difference maker in the ballgame. And, and like could have been, right? Because I gave them field position for them to make a field goal. Yeah, here, here's one for you guys. Ready for this one? You get the pen out, Jay. Hard to prove a counterfactual. Hmm. Counterfactual. This is something that didn't happen. You're like, well, it could have been this way. So you can't prove a counterfactual, right? I get it. So, but, but, but this is what bothers me. I'm smart. <laughs> the, the, the hard look gets you the penalty, but he didn't pull the flag yet. It was like he was, well, he like was the ref getting, was had, targeting was, a dude. But, but, no, he had started to reach for the flag. Let's be real, though, Max. He started to reach for it. Yeah, he had his hand on it. Sometime when they reach for it, it takes them a minute to decide and make a decision. Now, when we walking back, 
Maybe Marsh is still screaming and yelling and doing his deal. And at that point, the ref's like, okay, man, you know what? I'm tired of you. It throws the flag. That's how I look at it. So here's Cassius Marsh. The, See, the he, Chicago, he's like, ah! Yep. The Chicago Bears linebacker on his coach. version of yeah, why the flag was fr- thrown and what happened. Bad timing. Um, it was, I think, it's pretty clear to everybody who saw it that I wasn't taunting. And, um, like, you know, I've been doing the celebration my whole career, and, uh, you know, it's just sad to see stuff like that happen in a close game like that. It's just rough, man. I don't, I don't want to say too much because y'all know how it is, but the one thing that I will say is, uh, you know, on my way to the sideline, I got hip-checked by the ref, and it's it's pretty clear. If I were to do that to a ref or even touch the ref, you know, we get kicked out of the game, and possibly suspended and fined. So I just think that that was incredibly inappropriate, and that's all I'll say about that. He's not lot Like, even the, the well, you can't touch the You can't touch the ref. But what he's saying is the ref hip-checked me. Yeah, but I don't think the ref threw the flag based on hip-checking him. I think the ref threw the flag based on him turning toward the sideline and walking toward the sideline. On top of that, though, Max, you can't do that and your teammates follow you. Even though it was only one guy, now all of a sudden you're the, the gathering looks different to these referees. This is what Carenti said about it, Tony Carenti, the ref who uh-huh. threw the flag. First of all, keep in mind taunting is a point of emphasis this year, said in a pool report. Mm-hmm. And with that said, I saw the player after he made a big play run toward the bench area of the Pittsburgh Steelers and posture in such a way that I felt he was taunting him. My same, only question same thing is this. I just said, and I didn't even know Tony said that. Why would he hip check him? He probably he's get that doesn't that doesn't matter because he didn't throw the flag based on him bumping. But him. he did not throw the flag until so think about this, Key. I hear everything you're saying; it makes sense. But then why? My question is why have your hand on the flag? You try to catch the player with the elbow, miss him, hip check him to make sure there's contact, well, and then you throw the flag. It certainly looked like he was trying to hip check him, but I don't know if he was trying to slow him down and say something to him. I don't know. I he may don't have been know trying to get out of the way. but I, Maybe I, he was I, trying to get out of the way and he can't move fast enough. I don't know. I don't know. Meanwhile, the Steelers have won four in a row and starting to make some noise in the AFC. There's another team getting their quarterback back. And that could mean they'll add a star wide out. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. 
See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L E C T R I C ebikes.com. Keyshawn J. Willamax, ESPN Radio, Series XM Channel 80. 888 say ESPN. That's the Dr. Pepper call in line. 888 729 3776. Pre-game be good. By the way, you could download the podcast, listen on your smart speakers, all types of stuff. Um, Here's the question on the Dr. Pepper call in line today. Here's the answer. What's the best fit for Odell Beckham Jr.? Now, keep this in mind. Russell Wilson was supposed to miss at least six weeks with a finger injury. Yesterday was a month since he had the surgery. He was supposed to miss at least six weeks. Been a month. Dr. Steve Shin, who performed the surgery on Russell Wilson's right middle finger, said, quote, this is a quote. I am absolutely amazed at his progress, so much so that I can now confidently clear him for full return to play without reservation. Key, what finger was it again? Man, stop, man. What? Disney. You're the worst. Show me what finger. Shin <laughs> he, said. Oh, he did. He did. Shin, while you were saying that. Shin lied. said of Wilson in a statement. Well, Shin said of Wilson in a statement, period. Okay. Now, that means Russell Wilson will return against the Packers. Who? Might get Aaron Rodgers back, too, right? So now, with Russell Wilson back two weeks ahead of schedule, here's the question I have, and and this is why I'm asking it. I know the Seahawks don't have a good defense. They haven't had a good defense in a long time. I know they don't have a good record, blah, blah, blah. I want everyone to realize this. Russell Wilson, in his career, think about this, has had one season under double-digit wins. Now, how many games he won that season? Nine. 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 The way we say, like the way I'll point out, Mike Tomlin's never been under 500, even without Rothbard. He was eight and eight. Russell he, Wilson has one season damn. in his career he under was, double digits. He nine wasn't wins. the quarterback when they went seven and nine. No. Who was the QB when they went seven and nine? Hold on, I'm going to look up Russell. Well, Wilson it must have been. Right ha- was it Hasselback? Now, hold on, I'm looking up when Russell seven, Wilson. When they right went now. seven and nine, and they in New Orleans, it must have been. Was it Hasselback or was it young Russell Wilson? Maybe it was Hasselback. That's why they drafted him. It had to be Hasselback because I've looked at his quarterback record recently. I remember that. All right, listen, y'all. His first season, age 24 in 2012, okay? Here's his quarterback record every year. 11 and 5, 13 and 3, 12 and 4, 10 and 6, 10 and 5, 9 and 7, 10 and 6, 11 and 5, 12 and 4. It was Hasselback. It was Hasselback. Yeah, it was Hasselback. The Seahawks, could they make a playoff push? And how about a push for Odell Beckham Jr.? Here's Pete Carroll. You'll have to wait and see how we how this all goes. At this time, I don't know. I've been on the practice field. I don't know what's going on with any as you As you would think, we're aware of what's going on, and we've been involved to, to understand it and competing to, to know what's happening. And uh, we'll let you know as it, as it all happens. So I didn't say yes or I didn't say no, but that's just because you'll see. <laughs> What a great answer. <laughs> Three-card Monty. I don't know, but I do know, but I don't know, but I do know. Because he got caught, and he's, it's a lot going on. So he, he all, you know, he's like, and so he's just trying to find answers. That's all. It's, he, it's Rick James from they're Chappelle. Certainly, they're certainly it in play. How could you not be in play when Russell Wilson is communicating with OBJ and probably recruiting him and the whole deal and, 
in in Megatron, not Megatron. Uh, Metcalf is communicating with him. And, yeah, Megatron might know, as well. <laughs> yeah, Megatron, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah. And, and Lockett's probably communicating with him. And there's other people saying, "Man, you could come here. They're recruiting him." And so I'm sure Pete's looking at it. Pete has always, uh, for the lack of better terms, I don't want to say take a chance on somebody because I don't feel like. OBJ is a take a chance on type player. Yeah, like let's not equate him to these dudes who get in trouble and that's stuff. That's why I said, yeah, that's why yeah, I stopped yeah. myself from short yeah. of that from even saying that, Max. But Pete Carroll's always taken on players that other teams, for whatever reason, decide that it's not working out. Whether With it's warts. Been, whether yeah. it's been Percy Harvin or trading for Jamal Adams or giving Mike Williams that played with him at USC another opportunity to come back into the NFL or whether Flash Garden, uh, giving Flash Garden the opportunity to play again. So he's always done those sort of things. So I wouldn't, uh, whether it's going back to get Marshawn Lynch after Marshawn Lynch was retired, he's always said, I, I could get something out of this guy. OBJ's not done playing football. He's not at the end of his career. He's in the middle of his career. He just got to stay healthy. So Seahawks are 3-5. and five. Cardinals are sitting at 8-1. Rams are sitting at 7-2. and two. So whoever wins the division, the other team probably gets that wild card spot. So there's no, you one can left, potentially right? get three teams out of there. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They can still get another Ain't wild card be spot. San Francisco. Let's, let's right see now, this going to be. Right? There. So like the Eagles and the Giants are both three and six. Vikings three and six. Bears three and six. Saints five and three. Falcons four and four. Panthers four and five. It's so we're talking about and, maybe the Saints. Well, you got to remember the Saints. Seven, the Saints are probably the team you're talking about. There's seven teams in the conference this year in the playoffs. Yeah. Yes. Right now, as if the season was to end today, the Atlanta Falcons would have the seventh spot. If Seattle does anything, they're going to be six or seven. Mm-hmm. That's, yes. that's yes. Yes. Yeah, but, yeah. But the point is, no defense. They lost Russell Wilson. It's finally caught up to them. They're not going to, oh, hold on a second. And now imagine Odell in that receiving core with Russell Wilson – with something to prove, let's not forget Russell Wilson's agent, not some anonymous source, his agent provided the team in the offseason with a list of four teams he would accept the trade to. Like, that's that's something different. It's a lot coming back off injury, though. I mean, well, look, he ain't really injured. Well, yeah, I guess. Finger. I mean, he should be on okay. his throwing hand, though, right? Yeah, yeah. I, yes, throwing hand. Throwing but hand I, it's up. a finger, and he could grip the ball yeah, now. Yeah, because that was the finger you gave me during the break. Yeah, got it. Um, this kid here. Um, <laughs> they still play Packers, Cardinals, Rams, Cardinals again. I mean, that, that's. I don't really care about their schedule. Yeah. The schedule doesn't bother what, me. What do you mean? Their it's schedule, a tough schedule. But their schedule doesn't bother me because those teams that they got going forward, In the for the most part, is a division opponents. They kind of know each other, they bounce each other around every single year. For OBJ's purposes, Seattle's a good fit, but the Kansas City Chiefs is even a better fit in my yeah, opinion. I agree. I agree. With I agree. And yeah. let Odell have a great quarterback throw him the ball for once, right? Yeah, well, well, he would get Russell Wilson. Qu- Russell's yeah. a great quarterback. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I thought Mahomes you okay. or Russell Wilson. Okay, yeah. Yes, yeah. So. Uh, what's the best fit for Odell? Be a part of KJM Nation on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed or call in line 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776, ESPN Nation, presented by Dr. Pepper. College football's back, so are the fans. Return to glory with fans filled by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. Remember when the Bears tried to get Russell Wilson this offseason? Remember? We were just talking about the Bears and Russell Wilson. They'll have, well, you know, have they found their franchise quarterback anyway? Was last night a glimpse into the future? That's next. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio and ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast.
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80. Download the podcast. Tell your smart speaker, play ESPN Radio. Oh. Um, by the way, check it out on the ESPN app. Uh, the Bears lost on Monday Night Football. We can talk about the taunting call all we want, but Bears fans have to look at the positives uh, of this. Do we? Really? Um, yeah, I think so. Okay. Because look. On fields? When you, draft a, 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 when you trade up to draft a rookie quarterback, if you need a quarterback like that, you're not planning on winning the Super Bowl this year. It doesn't happen with rookie quarterbacks. You want to see the development, Jay, of that quarterback. That's the number one thing this year. And Fields threw yeah. for a career high yeah. 291 yards. By the way, with Nagy on the sideline, not like last week where, oh, Nagy's not there. Fields look good. No, he continued his forward, upward trajectory with Nagy on the sideline. 228 yards in the second half were more than he'd had in any of his first six starts after the Steelers took a six-point lead following the taunting call. Fields led a seven-play, 75-yard touchdown drive. Uh, at one, at, uh, the last drive was ridiculous. Yeah. By the way, I mean, right. Look, the game's Mooney, over. Well, maybe Allen it's not. Robinson, those completions, yeah. yeah Fields ridiculous. has now had back-to-back games where you go, oh, look at that. Mm-hmm. And this one came with his coach back. So speaking of his head coach, who Jay is an enormous fan of. Okay, Jay, fine. We'll play Nagy sound because you're, you're clamoring for yes. it over there. Here's uh, the Bears head coach. The big picture for him uh, is great. Uh, you know, when, when, they, when they scored, they kicked that field goal, went up six. There was a, a really pretty neat moment um, of just looking on the sideline. You could feel it from the, from the players, like, okay, we fought back to get to this point where a touchdown wins it. And then I looked over at Justin, and he had this, um, this smile on his face where he was, it was like it was his time. Um, to see that, uh, the confidence that gives you as a, as a coach when you see that, I mean, it was like he was almost hoping that this was going to be the situation. And then for him to follow through with that and make those plays that he made, it was a really, really good feeling on that sideline. 
Yeah, and, and, and that's the great thing about it. As long as he continues to keep playing, if they would have started him earlier in the year oh. instead of wasting a few games, oh. his, he would have been further ahead than he is right now. But clearly <laughs> the amount of reps that he's getting both in, the, in practice as well as in the games is beneficial to him. You're starting to see it pay off. Second half of the game, he threw for over 220-plus yards, but he also – things started to slow down for him. You had to, He started to understand what Pittsburgh was trying to do to him from a defensive standpoint, and you like to see that. They may not get out of this season with a winning record or a playoff bid or anything like that, but he will have grown from this, and that's okay. Whenever you, much like you said, Max, whenever you play a rookie quarterback, you're not really – I mean, you're expecting for him to continue to get better, but you're not expecting to go to the playoffs. You're not expecting to do a whole lot of things. Can rookie, I tell you – By though, the way, rookie quarterback, just so people know, has never taken a team to the Super Bowl, ever. Not even to the Super Bowl. So it's going to happen eventually. Was that but, Marino's second year? Yeah. Was it his second year? Yeah, sure? that they got to the Super Bowl. It wasn't his rookie year. Uh, I'm, I'm almost sure of that, yeah. You okay. know what I felt like last night when I watched Justin play? Hmm. That my rookie year, like the first 15, 20 games – you just like it's like you're in traffic and traffic is going so damn fast that you can't really keep up with it. You're just like, wow, dudes are faster, stronger, longer than what I thought. You're still kind of getting not enamored, but you see certain brand names that you paid attention to since you were coming into the league. Stargazing, and then, and then yeah. you get to a certain point, and I remember for me it happened when I got a triple double against Jason Kidd, where you start playing like, hold on, man, like I belong on the floor with this guy. Like, I'm not saying I'm better than this guy, but I believe I can compete and be with this dude. And last night felt like Justin Fields believed because it was each, the game didn't become bigger than him. You felt like he could own that moment. And that's a pressure that sometimes people fold under, and I watched him rise to that challenge. I think that speaks volumes about where he could be. But, Key, I go back to your point, and I agree with what Matt Nagy said. But I wonder where Justin could have been in this process if the ball had been handed to him earlier. It would have been a lot learning curves, but I go back to when Andy Dalton, QB1, just sticking with that, that's something that just constantly as a Bears fan sticks out in my mind about where we started this whole process. Well, it's not even necessarily the fact that they started Andy Dalton. It's about the reps that he was getting in training camp leading up into practice. All of that. So when you start to play more and understand things more, you see things clearer. When you are running the same play 15,000 times, that now you could just spit that out with no problem at all because you've seen you've seen it so many times. You know, okay, this is what I got to do. I got to hit my back foot. I got to let it rip. Opposed to only getting a handful of reps leading into a game, then all of a sudden you have to do it in a game. It's like, okay, this, slow, this thing is, is moving very, very fast for me. But once it slows down – you see what you see in Justin Fields. He's just becoming a better, better quarterback. Moving forward, they certainly have one to keep. Now, what they've got to do as an organization, whether it's Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace or somebody else, whether it's it's Lewis Riddick who goes there and takes over, I don't know if they get rid of the dudes, whatever the case is. They've got to now surround him with the proper weapons to be successful. They've got to go spend the money on a guy, go find a receiver or two, to retain an Allen Robinson, get a back, get – Get tight ends, whatever they got to do to put a team around him I, to be I, successful. I got to tell you guys, <clears throat> I hear what you're saying, and and the, the 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 smart people nowadays are saying you should start them right away. I just disagree. I think that the way they handled it, you want to put your arms around a rookie quarterback because it's not about this year. Not really about this year is the learning year. So think about how Justin Fields looked in the very beginning, and they didn't help him enough in terms of scheming and all that stuff. But 
you, you get out of college, you're in the NFL now, so you get some reps with, you know, the ones. Not maybe as many as, you, as everyone would like, but you get some reps. You, you wait a couple weeks holding the clipboard, watching, getting used to the speed. It's fair. You have, you, this is like the on-ramp. You know, this whole season from the beginning to the end is the prelude to next year. Next year, if he wasn't, I would agree. But I don't, it doesn't bother me the way well, Nagy handled this. Me. Doesn't yeah. bother me. No, it doesn't. It doesn't bother me to the point of no return. I just when I look at the team and how they've been fighting, I just feel like if he would have gotten some early reps in training camp and and you'd have started him in the beginning of the season, he could have took the negative bumps early. Uh huh. So now at this point. He'd be a little ahead. He'd be a little ahead. Or, or, or here's the danger, Jay. Before, here's the danger for me. Zach Wilson, right? Like, so, forget about well, who has... But, but, but the competition level that he yeah, had at Ohio State was drastically different than Zach Wilson at BYU. Yeah. I, 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 I agree. I'm saying, like, the reason I bring it up is sometimes... He looks so much better than Zach if Wilson. You, I'm, I'm not saying they're equivalent. I'm saying if you throw a kid to the wolves behind a bad oh. offensive line, you can, you can slow up the development. You don't want to start getting like, oh, you're going to blow the confidence. You're going to, you want to give them some positive reinforcement. You want them to have some measures of success. I like the way that but it's all about, But it's all about how you built too, though, Max. And Justin Fields is not built where if to things start to fall apart that all of a sudden he's going to go tuck his head between his legs and go sit at the end of the bench. Can I ask you guys a quick question? That way. So, and we were talking about this during the break. When you see – all right, 12 penalties for 115 yards. A lot of that fell on the defense. The, Key, does that signal to you, is that a lack of discipline? I mean, look, at the beginning of the season, this was the oldest NFL roster, right? So it's not about guys not being veterans to understand how to play. How much of that is a lack of discipline from the team and the coach about these are little things that kind of show you know, huge That's strides. on the team. That's on the players. That ain't on the coach. The coach ain't out on the field. That's strictly on the players by not – following with instructions on what the coach is teaching them and what they already know. Now, you can never blame penalties on a coach. If you jump off sides, they ain't got nothing to do with the coach. That's you. That's your mental Hold state up. of mind. Key, let me ask, though. Why does it seem like Belichick teams aren't often penalized very much? Doesn't that have to do with the fact that the coach ain't playing they, games? They, they penalized. They're penalized. I mean, there, there were, me, two, there were just, two PI calls that led to Pittsburgh Steelers touchdowns. I mean, there were there's, the, there's so many but different – that's not Matt Nagy and the defensive coordinator out there – Creating that. That's what I'm asking you. I, that's I hear you. That's what I'm asking you. You know, when you say hey, like basketball, you say, well, my jumper's not falling. Well, that ain't on the damn But coach. that's different than us having defensive cues that we get in the assignment that we're not competing, right? Yeah, but right? if you grabbing a dude because you got beat, that's on you. That ain't on the coach. The coach ain't the one doing the grabbing. It's not on the coach Keyshawn, at all. Sean J. Will and Max presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests on the Goodyear Hotline. You can join us on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. 888-SAY-ESPN. 888-729-3776. What's the best fit? For Odell Beckham Jr., which team? Space. Join us on KJOY. Good morning. What's up, fellas? Keyshawn J. Will Max. What's good, fellas? What's up, baby? It's good. Turn that blinker off, man. That blinker's clicking loud. Chewing like an American man. I'm in that truck, man. About to to take a left turn. (laughs) He's waiting at a light. About to take a left turn. I'm in an 18-wheeler. Oh, okay. 18-wheeler just trying to get some money, fellas. That's it. You guys are entertaining me. Help me through my day, so I appreciate y'all. But y'all hit it on the head, man. I I think uh, great fits are some of the names you threw out. Uh, if you want uh, ball share, I think with uh, Russell Wilson, I think with um, the the kid, you know, 
going over there with the Chiefs, I think that'll help, you know, with ball share. Also, think about Vegas. You know, they just lost Henry Ruggs. Uh, they got Darren Waller. But if you think about receiving court, you know, you got um, Hunter Renfro. But that's pretty much no, it. They just, so I think he'll, he'll get a lot. I think I they would stay away from Johnson. Vegas right now. It's just one thing yeah, after man. another, man. I, I, I like, you're right. He'd be the number one guy. He'd get, but they they, they're competitive. Deshaun. But they picked up Deshaun. They don't, yeah. need, they don't need another. But that's not exactly the same guy. No, like, it's not, but Odell's what they, do a what lot of they needed with uh, what they had with Henry Ruggs, they just picked up uh-huh, with Deshaun, uh-huh. which is a guy who lifts the coverage for Renfro to come underneath, Waller to come underneath. They don't need another home run hitter. Yeah, what and they, OBJ in that particular situation would be their home run hitter. They also don't need somebody playing Call of Duty on the internet. But anyway. I love, I love <laughs> Odell what on either Seattle or on the Chiefs. Like, I want to see Odell... <laughs> On a on a team with a very like with a great quarterback, that's what I want to see an accurate like so all great the teams winning that he's quarterback. Looking, all the teams that you would think that he would be targeting all have quarterbacks that yeah. are good. Yeah, yeah. You know? whether it would whether it would have been the Raiders, it could be the Rams, it could be Kansas City, it could be the Pack. They all got quarterbacks. When, when you think about ball share, though, with with Russ and granted, I think Russ has the mental. Discipline to say I can share it as much, but do you think OBJ would get a little bit frustrated with DK Metcalf and Lockett and the sharing of how the ball gets kind of passed around? No, because again, what you got to understand when you, I think I talked about it with you guys yesterday. You know how we are. The so ten many. shows you're on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. By the way, that's how I it forgot works. Like one of the ten shows I was on. Somewhere, I don't know. I don't know who I was talking to, or, but I was talking to somebody on the radio. But when you look at Odell Beckham, he's a special, unique talent. And what I mean by that is when you have alpha dog wide receivers, Michael Thomas, Julio Jones, Terrell Owens, Randy Moss, Keyshawn Johnson, DeAndre Hopkins, those type of receivers, you get off script. You don't stick to the plan of this is my system, this is what – no, you say – I have 13. I'm going to figure out how to get him the ball in these situations. You can formate him to a certain spot. You can motion him across, put him here, bring him back across, get him there, do all the little stuff to make put an emphasis on that. And it was on this show yesterday because if you remember, Coach Rex Ryan was saying, That's hey, right. I got a chart right here, and it says 10 yeah, plays for Keyshawn yeah. right here. Bop, bop, bop. We're going to get him in the first 15 plays. He's going to touch the ball at least seven times. We're going to put an emphasis on You said on that. he was player over plays. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the type of coach that OBJ and system he needs to deal with versus a Kevin Stefanski, which is fine for what they do, but it's about the system it's for it, Kevin it, Stefanski. It, it, and, and Odell's got extra that you're not taking advantage yes, of if you put absolutely. him with Stefanski. Dan Graziano with us the now. The Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Dan, best fit for OBJ. I think it's New England. Oh, and, and, and I don't now, mind that. Now, the rookie quarterback, like if he's thinking about I'd rather play with Matthew Stafford, I'd rather play with Aaron Rodgers, I'd rather play with Russell Wilson, I can understand. But this rookie quarterback's shown something, and he's getting the ball where it needs to go. And you talk about being the alpha. Like, they don't have that right now in New England. So And they're that, good. Yeah. And, and I, think, I think there's a – like with Belichick, I think there could be, you know, yeah, a and, pretty and, good connection. And Dan, Dan is right about the New England Patriots because it fits in that – they can get off script, although they got a plan. And the plan is such that we're going to do young Tom Brady. We're going to run the ball. We're going to dink and dunk. We're going to smoke and mirror it. 
and then if we had a guy, we gonna we gonna distribute the ball to him when we decide to throw. That's the New England Patriot way of doing things. I don't know if Mac Jones can fully take advantage yeah. of some of the home run capabilities of OBJ. But Belichick can. This would be my bet if he went to New England. I'll bet you. Odell throws a touchdown pass this year. See, oh, yeah, he might be able to do some of that. have fun with that, right? Yeah. And that's, yeah. yeah, look, I mean, look, I'm selfish, right? I got Browns Patriots this week. I would love to cover <laughs> that story of Odell playing against the Browns in his first game with the Patriots. But anyway, no, I think, I think that makes a lot of sense. I think the Rams are, are a team to watch. Rams are good because he could, Sean McVay could sprinkle that thing yeah. up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the other thing, like, I, I don't, like, we talk about home run hitter for Odell, and he is that, but I mean, remember when he was with the Giants, like, he could do anything. He could use the goal line. Yeah, yeah. He, could, he could take that short slant and take it 70 yards. So, like, you could find ways to use him that aren't just, hey, you know, let's go take the that top off. That would be some hot news if he went to New England. It you know would. where I'm going with this. Let's get to some hot news or not news with Dan Graziano. The Grand. In a 24 hour news cycle. Everything feels like news. Yeah, it's not news at all. Let's find out what's hot news or not news. Key, will you tell me? Is this hot news or not news? You're so scary, you're going to throw it to me. (laughs) Speaking of Mac Jones, Dan Graziano is his alleged dirty play on Panthers defensive end. Brian Burns, hot news or not news? It seems like it's not news. I haven't heard anything from the league about this uh, in terms of looking into it. So, so far, not news. Obviously, the Panthers were upset about it. But, you know, that, I, I kind of chalked that up to the Panthers had a really lousy day, and sometimes you lock in on a thing that, that you know, is, is one of many things that went wrong for you. You guys see anything? Well, yeah, he's tugging on him. But did he twist it? Like, that's the thing. He's trying to – his explanation was he thought the guy had the ball. So he's theoretically trying to tackle him in that situation. You buy it? I, I, I do buy it, and I don't think it's hot news, Dan. I don't even – it's not that big of a deal to me. Yeah, he grabbed right. his leg. Yeah. Either he had thought he had the ball or he impeded him from going to get the football, yeah. which many times I've seen where you've grabbed somebody's leg. In fact, I remember when I played against the Minnesota Vikings in 2000, I fumbled. And I was trying to get the ball, get it back, and they were pulling me by my legs, taking yeah. me away <laughs> from it. I didn't think that that was something that was yeah, egregious. It's not, it's not news, man. I, I know people are not going to like this, but my mom, if you're not cheating, you ain't trying, right? Joking around sometimes. But I, it's, it's also not, like, things like that happen all the time. I'm going to grab your jersey and not let you go for a loose ball. Like, it, it is happens. a dirty play, and it is not news. In boxing, if the ref's on, hit, on one play, side exactly. of you, if the ref's on one side of you, you hit the guy low on the hip on the other side where the ref can't see. Everyone knows that's going to happen, and it's dirty, and yeah. every and, and it happens all not, the time. But that's it's not, not even dirty, though, man. He didn't. Mac Jones. Not trying to hurt that no, he's not trying to hurt him. That's true. Twisted. Did he do that thing? Because you see that with defensive players well, sometimes at the end of the play. He's pulling him. Think about it. He's pulling yeah. him and he's moving away from him. Yeah. So naturally, you're like going to give some, no, yeah. give some twists and some gears. I can understand why they were upset. But, yeah, I think oh, under man, further examination, just, I don't think man, it holds up. They had a lousy He ain't missed no time. They were upset about a lot of stuff. Was that a soccer injury? Did he get up and just walk off the field like five minutes later? Yeah, spray. I think we're all on the same page more or less on that one. The hip check thrown by referee Tony Corrente. To the Bears linebacker Cassius Marsh. Hot news or not news, what Dan? Are we doing? First, I can't believe you guys bring me on at 6.45 to talk about officiating. But I will say this. If that was an intentional move 
and the league finds it was intentional. Do you think it was intentional? They got to do something because, like, look, if a, if a player touches a, an official, obviously and rightfully so, you know, hell rains down on them for that reason. But if if this guy did this, um, you've got to make it clear if you're the league that this can't happen. Well, wait, so, Dan, do you think it was intentional? One, and do you think that's why? Do you think like he was looking to throw up, the flag? Looks like he's backing up. Yes, it, it he does. Looks right at him. He is. Like, first of all, you got to be nuts, right? Like, if I'm on the sideline and I see one of these guys coming at me from 50 yards away, I'm sprinting. But see, I'm not think, getting in, in the way that, of a professional. But football that's what player. I think he, Tony was trying to do. I think he saw him. He was trying to just no. kind of. Figure out if I should go in forward or should I go backwards. Yeah, in order no, to man. hit him, should I go forward? Forward, First, backwards to hit him. Jay, I saw the elbow man. come out. I've known Tony for Dude, a very long time, I like, man. man. I know a lot of refs, man. I, I, refs can get the hell out of the way. Trust me, I've seen it in real time. That didn't look like a guy trying to get out of the way. If you look but at it closely. what's his incentive, what's his incentive know, maybe was just, to do that? Maybe he was just in a bad mood. Maybe, maybe he was cranky. Maybe he was annoyed at that, like they're I'll, yelling at him. I'll bet you I, Marsh I said something he didn't like. And he's like, okay, yeah, watch this. Going to get you in a little trouble because it looks to me like he went for the right elbow, missed yeah. on his way in with the right elbow, I mean, that's and then what it turned looked, around it on does, the left side. It I'll does look that way. I'm just trying to give him the benefit of the doubt because yeah. he's a damn referee and I know better. I'll yeah, say this. If yeah, he did that, then that's stupid. Like, why would you? I mean, like, why would yeah. you get that? I mean, this isn't, I don't know. So Brave, if nothing Hot else. news or not news, Dan? What is he doing? What is he yeah, doing? He's, we're watching. We're watching the I play on repeat. It, I think like, it could be hot news because if the I, league decides agreed, he did that news. on purpose, they're going to have to do something. And then I don't mean to continue Wait, to belabor the point, though, Dan. But now that I watched it eighty times already, <laughs> he held it up. Yeah, well, when he yeah, threw it. Yeah, 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 he did it. Showmanship. Like, like you shoot a three. He like held it up rather than just go walk off three. So what? Then what would what would the repercussion be? Well, I mean, look, in terms of uh, uh, officiating, like a discipline, yeah. I mean, certainly you could you could remove him from assignments, you could suspend yeah. him, that, that kind of stuff. No but, playoffs, no Super Bowl. Yeah, that's the, that, that could that's certainly work against you in a yeah. situation like that. Again, it, it's a hypothetical. He got the, caught the is, with his hand in the cookie jar. Most like, likely like, the know. league looks at that and says there's nothing to see we here. Got, we got less than a minute, so yeah. I really want to get to this real quick. Mike McCarthy leaving his starters, yeah. including Dak Prescott, in, in the fourth quarter, late in the fourth quarter, down 30 nothing. Hot news or not news? I'm going to say, I'm gonna say Say not news, but the fact that Dak is playing kind of through something makes me wonder. I'm going to say not news. The, the Cowboys went into that game confident the calf was not going to be an issue. Uh, they came out of that game confident the calf wasn't an issue. I don't think he was putting them at significant risk because he went in hurt. Not smart. Not news. Not smart. If you want to practice two-minute drill, do it in the preseason or do it in training camp. Hot news because it's the Cowboys. Hot news! Hot news! Because Dak is coming off an injury. You're down thirty. You're up. You're down thirty. Nothing. What are you doing? Don't play him in the last seven minutes of the game. One quarterback was flawless. Week nine. His head coach joins us next. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. 